0: Hello, it's Tim. Hi, Tim. This is Nathaniel. How are you?
1: Hi, Nathaniel. I'm doing great. Thank you so much Time, uh, so much for taking time out of your schedule to visit with us today.
0: My pleasure. My pleasure.
1: Uh, so much to uh, sort of talk about, and I don't even know where to start, but I will do this. I will start by congratulating you on such a special
0: album, uh, and
1: it's still all right.
0: Well, thank you. Um, it's been it's been tough not being able to be out there playing it, but, uh, you know, it is it is what it is, I guess, in, in this moment in our time in history. So.
1: We are definitely in a weird place, uh, that is for sure. Um, I, I guess in some regards, this record to me sounds like uh, what, uh, what many people might feel like they're going through at the moment. I mean, there's a lot of um, – there's so much – that's personal in this album that stands out uh, uh, and I think makes it so rewarding. But uh, I I, I just wanted to maybe have a chance to talk a little bit about making this particular record. Uh, And for our friends who weren't familiar with what you did before the Night Sweats were a thing, this is a little bit like a throwback to what you used to do, right?
0: Um, Yeah. You know, I kind of started my career as a singer songwriter, sort of solo troubadour, I guess, you know, um To quote other people who had said that <laughs> um, but um, yeah, so this was kind of a you know, I've always liked that sort of approach to writing and delivery, even for um, you know that kind of having that kind of presence to a song and a show uh, has always been something I really enjoyed, and so um, I wasn't sure what this record was gonna be, you know, originally, I was supposed to make it with Richard Swift, right. Um, and shared some of the material with him while we were making the second night, so it's record. Uh-huh. And, um, yes, you know, he ended up unfortunately passing away far too young, uh, which was two years ago on July 3rd. Wow. And so I went back and just started to work on the process of how, how we could have done it if he was still with us, so. And, that was kind of our approach. So.
1: And you were able to actually do the, at least some of this at his studios, right?
0: Correct. We, yeah. you know, we wanted, you know, like I said, it was kind of like honoring the commitment to him in some ways. And so I wanted, you know, I was like, well, if we want to make this sound like Richard, well, there's only one way to do that, which is to go back and use his studio and right. and approach it the same way he would. So. We did our best to try to do that. You know, it's not always easy. Um, But yeah, that was kind of our thing. And uh, it it was nice to, you know, the the songwriting process was one thing. It was very cathartic, but then it was also to be back in the studio without Richard was also, um, I think, something that was um, hard, but also good for for us. Wow.
1: Sounds like writing this record was a bit of therapy in, in some ways.
0: 100. yeah it has been um but yeah it's been it's, it's been
1: good so well, the record is fantastic. There are so many moments on it where I smile in thinking about some of the music that influenced me when I was uh, a young kid listening to you know seventies a m radio and to hear flashes of Harry Nielsen and other influences right. that just make my heart swell, and hearing that yeah. in a current context is so cool.
0: Yeah. I mean, that was really one of the things that, uh, I think one of the songs I had played for Richard was all or nothing yeah. while we were in the studio. And he was like, man, can't be too Nielsen, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, like, well, we'll see. And, uh, so we really kind of approached the recording and even my, my writing for that. I was just like, "How oh, you know, how do we make this sound like Nielsen does Newman?
1: Right. Yeah. Right.
0: Uh, are your influences, have your
1: influences changed since you started writing music uh, and, and performing, uh, you know, in the 2000s to to uh, the music that's influencing you now? Has there been a change there or or things added into the mix?
0: There's definitely been things added into the mix. I mean, I still, you know, I still love the same handful of records I've always loved, you know, which is a. Like, you know, everything from the band to Leonard Cohen to Sam Cooke and right. Redding, Sam and Dave. And, uh, but, you know, I just continue. Um, we live in an era where, you know, now now there's all sorts of amazing um, older pieces of music that weren't released for very long that now we get to rediscover on vinyl. And it's just been very cool to find different pieces of music like that, you know. Um, and so that's been kind of. Um, influential in a new way and kind of, you know, brings um, yeah, I guess like an excitement to um, to, you know, listening because even though I like those same 10 records or whatever that I've listened to forever, it's, it's nice to freshen it up. So.
1: Well, and you know I'm of the firm belief that listening to vinyl just enhances everything. It's part of an overall process and you appreciate a little bit more about what you're listening to. Um, right, right. You know, there's so many things I want to talk about. Uh, I, I, I want to have an opportunity for a moment to highlight work you do that I, it just is so impressive to me, and that is your Marigold Project, if we could share some information oh, yeah, with yeah. our listeners about that.
0: Of course. Um, well, the Marigold Project is an endowment that we started, um, and it's run by our friend Carrie Knott, who we were first introduced to uh, via farm aid. Yeah. And, um... Yeah, we just—it's really about community building and and also trying to just you know tackle issues of social and economic injustice and also racial injustice right. and try to see what we can do. Um, I guess to shed light on some of those situations and you know we do a lot of work with homeless and um you know been trying to have conversations about Western water conservation and how uh, we can make a change there and, um, but yeah, we're kind of all over the place because I'm, I mainly just, you know, tell Carrie, I'd be like, Hey, why don't we, She's <laughs> <laughs> like you ever thought about working on my this? She's like, well, oh, I'll see who I can find. So <laughs> we're really, I, I guess, you know, I, I think my main goal with it is to like be the ears, um, Instead of like just coming up with a solution, sometimes we just need to to listen to what's happening in our community in our cities, and and listen to the people who are in need and let them tell us what it is they're right. they need and like how yeah how we can most um, benefit them and like how we can best help them. So,
1: well, as I mentioned, I'm a big fan of that. Um, So, looking forward, have you been able to write during this uh, weird time we find ourselves in? Are you, you know, you you have that really cool studio that is available to you now, whenever you want it, right? Uh, um, uh, Which is pretty fabulous. Uh, Are Are you taking advantage of that? Uh, Are you looking at new night sweats stuff too?
0: Um. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at just kind of new. New songs in general, I just kind of always leave it open to, you know, even in the process of making Night records, I just, I generally just try to write whatever comes to me and see, you know, see what sticks. Right. Um, and I'm still kind of doing that, but you know, at first I really was just like, well, I just put out a record. <laughs> so it was really just giving myself some time to, uh, kind of be home and like really just work on projects that I never get a chance to work on. Right. Um, you know, the more involved physical labor than they do, um, yeah, me writing anything. So. Sure.
1: sure. <laughs> uh, did you ever imagine, let's say, ever, that you would be uh, one day a partner with Willie Nelson in a cannabis venture?
0: Um, n- not at all. <laughs> you know, and we also, uh, I wrote a song for his birthday and we released that.
1: It was fantastic. part
0: of a fundraiser. Um, and on the B side, I'm singing with him, which I never thought I'd, i do either,
1: you know. So, you, you've you had a chance to do that with some of those people that are most important uh, in sort of uh, in our world of AAA. You got to do that with Willie. You got to do something with John Prine as well. Right. So you've.
0: Uh, um, yeah, those have all been, um, you know, each one of those collaborations has always been such a surprise. So, yeah, it's been a blessing.
1: What are you looking forward to? when we get back to some place resembling normality, whatever that's going to be.
0: I mean, I look forward to playing live music again. Um, you know, hopefully being able to perform this record that, you know, we only got 10 shows in, I think, or eight shows in before we had to cancel it. Oh, yeah. Um, and just be able to hug people who haven't seen it. <laughs> I look forward to that. Isn't that wild? Uh,
1: just that drive for that connectedness. I, I, d- even just thinking about hugging people that you haven't seen in forever. Uh, right. You know, it's it's just wild. Um, well, I, I appreciate uh, you so very much. I want to thank you as well. You helped us. Uh, you and, and the Night Sweats helped us raise fifty thousand dollars several years ago for a nonprofit here as part of our Christmas show. Uh, and um, you know, people are still talking about that concert and the one you did a couple years later at Outlaw Field. We cannot wait to have an opportunity to to see you do your thing again here at some point.
0: not? Well, I can't wait to come back. So. <laughs>
1: Well, best of luck. Best of luck with everything. Thank you so much for uh, spending a few minutes with us today, Nathaniel. We appreciate that.
0: My pleasure. Thank you so much for your time and for continuing to support us and listen to what we're trying to do.
1: We we love it. Be well, okay? You as well. Thanks, man.